Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bulbacast Season 2, Episode 5. My name is Nick, and I am joined by PPN Steve, PokemonPalace.net webmaster and key Bulbagarden affiliate. Hey, everyone. Satoshi Kun, Bulbagarden chat owner. Pika! And Hi. Misty, moderator on Bulbagarden forums and Smogan forums. Uh, let's get started. Tonight, we begin with a question from Jigglypaw, who is not answering our question of the week, but actually provided a good chat topic. He wants to know, I want to know what everyone thinks about how closely the DP anime will follow the DS games. Do you think that there will be an appearance from Team Galaxy in the anime? Will any of the characters you meet in the game, such as the people who join you for double battles, through the forest, cave, etc., also make an appearance? A uh, very good question from Jigglypaw. Um... We covered Team Galaxy a little bit last week in episode four. I think it's inevitable they will make an appearance. My prediction was that they would appear probably around this second gym, uh, Natane, around uh, Hakutai City, but they could always appear earlier, probably because of the fact that the second gym won't air for a while. My prediction will probably be about March. Since a lot of you, well, since everyone except me hasn't played the um, Diamond and Pearl games, do any of you think any off characters or you know characters well, that follow you? Well, they've done it before, so so I would have to say they would. They'll do it again. Why it's wouldn't just, they? It's how they they follow the the same. I mean, yeah, the, you know, gym leaders, everything. You know, they follow the game. Any uh, last comments about that, or from Misty or Sadashiku? Well, as I said before, I don't see why they'd break the mold now. I figure they'll just keep doing what they've always done, you know? Yeah. It doesn't seem like the show has a whole ton of originality. To well, it. if the machine ain't broken, don't fix it. Exactamundo. I, God, I wish Bill Gates would learn that. <laughs> exactly. Except his machines are all broken. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Don't fix what ain't broke. Right. Exactly. Uh, we're going to go right to the question of the week right now. Uh, last week we had two questions. Um, one was, you're chosen to write the next Pokemon movie. What's your storyline? And uh, two, suppose a full 3D Pokemon RPG gets made. You know, what do you want the story to be about? What's going to make the game really sell? Um, Satoshi-kun mentioned last week, you know, what's going to make you play it over um, Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy? And I added uh, Diablo or Ultima. All right, uh, first response is from Little Brother. He doesn't have anything for the uh, movie, but for the games, he wants to see the Holland, I believe that's how it's pronounced, Holland and Delta species featured in the game. They're from the TCG, which I right. kind of figured. Hmm. And... He doesn't have any real specific ideas, but it'd be fun to use Pokemon with messed up types in theory anyway. Maybe you could use mm. some sort of device that identifies if a Pokemon is a Delta species and what, what its type is. I really don't know, but hey, I'm not a game designer. Uh, that's a very good uh, point, very unique idea. That, that yeah. kind of reminds me of Coliseum, though, because in the in that RPG, you had to use a scanner to detect whether they were a dark type or not, right? Right, um, and that was also the um, storyline in uh, X, Extra X Dimension, which... Um, yeah, and I haven't heard the greatest reviews of those games, though. Uh, I really I, think they'd have to do a little bit better. I didn't get Coliseum, I skipped out on that, but I actually imported Extra Dimension in the summer of 2005. And, I um, <laughs> No, I, I enjoyed it, is what I meant to say. 
I'm still playing it. But would you guys choose that over... Well, you, Nick, you're the Dragon Quest guy here. Would you choose it over Dragon Quest? Uh, absolutely not. No way. No, it's not deep enough. Mm-hmm. Nope. Darren lies the problem. Right. It's the just like any other Pokemon. Need to be... No, it's not. It's not like any other one. Well, what I'm saying is it doesn't get... It... What I'm saying is it doesn't get deep enough. It never gets deep enough, even the Game Boy games. But the Game Boy games are not meant to be that well, deep. Well, they're deeper than the console games, and the console games have a lot more capability to be I know. way deeper. Yes. And they're not. Um, one thing I liked about um, Coliseum and Extra Dimension was that they provided legit ways to get um, Poho and Lugia. So, all right. True. Um, That's a good thing. PH, again, I don't want to mispronounce his name. He has an idea for the movie. First off, um, it would focus on Cresselia and Darkrai. Darkrai would be causing bad dreams to people on moonless nights, as well as leading children astray from town with the help of Fuanti. Um, how do you pronounce this? Yonorier? I don't pronounce that. And other ghosts. Ash and Co. would come across the town and try and find the kids along the way, meeting Cresselia, who disguises herself as a beautiful woman who Brock falls in love with. They'd fight Darkrai, who traps them in a nightmare for each character, and finally succeed and rescue the kids. And he'd also throw in Heatoran, because he can't think of any other movie for it to be in. Uh-huh. At first, when I heard about the Cresselia idea, I thought it was a little bit odd, but I understand that you got to have some kind of comedic value, because it's a Pokemon movie, so... Well, yeah, there has to be comic relief, always. And we lost Max, so we don't have him anymore. You know, I have to say, that does not, you know, that sounds like a good idea for a movie, but my God, that sounds like a good idea for a game. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Nice little spin-off. Switching now, we're going to invite a prominent uh, member of Season 1. Please welcome TSS Killer. All right, welcome TSS. So right now we're just answering the uh, question of the week. Um, as you know, last week's questions had to deal with uh, a movie storyline and a 3D game storyline, if Pokemon was a full right. uh, 3 RPG. All right, we continue with Wolvorn. In answer to the first question of the week, I think that it should see if, if, if the movie were to return a part of another Battle Frontier of some kind. That would be all right because it would add something properly worthwhile doing with a lot more variety. However, it would be better if they added some kind of potential, like an extra dungeon or another thing, like the Sevi Islands. Maybe an optional mm. trip to the Orange Islands and compete in an Orange mm. League. And I just realized that was part of the... Okay, now, wait a minute. That's That would be really cool. That's not deep enough, though. That, that, no, but think that about That wouldn't it. get me to play it. That would bring a flashback to something True. that's happened already. Okay, True. I've been here before. Now yeah. I'm better with new Pokemon from a whole new region. Ooh. All right, let's see what happens. Could be interesting. In fact, that was the only league he ever won. Was the one? Yes. Flesh it out, and you know it could actually be a winner. It could, yeah. It could make for a great flashback uh, sequence. Hmm. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't base the whole movie on it, but it could be something in it. You know, right? You're welcome to add anything at any time, TSS. Um, Thoughts on the Orange League? Maybe segueing. Yeah. In terms of the Orange League, um, that would have that it was very that it was very diver- diverse in the uh, interesting battles that uh, went on during that during the Orange League. And you, well, you, you, you couldn't even see that. Because you know, like the I know they had all those. Uh, and... I mean, not only that, you had you had the you had the unique battles. I mean, you had the race, you had the uh, yeah. the sort of uh, skeet shooting competition that they had. I remember that. And, uh, then the island hopping involved, and that was just great. It was just a yeah, you good, know, uh, good good arc. 
Well, it was good entertainment. That was for one. It was. And, I mean, it made. Li- I mean, it made. I mean, it uh, made light of uh, a filler season, as it were. But it it turned out not to be a filler season because it more was more active good. than the. Yeah, it was more active than Kanto ever was. It was because it was I mean, more interactive. Because yeah. uh, it's not only you just battling them; you just, you're also the characters were well, already well defined. At least the main characters mm-hmm. you knew who they were and what they, you know, pretty much what their goals were and, and you know how they interacted amongst each other and with others. Right. Yeah, it was just great the way they did, the way it was pulled off. The, the, you said the randomness of it, the variety in battles and battle styling. Uh, it was just, you know. Well, they, is a, the writers they put something like that. So much credit. Uh huh. Because uh, you know it's a re- turned really to face in battling, of course. It would never to be seen again. Well, but at least that's, we had. That's what he's saying. Is this bring something back towards the Orange Island in the new movie Twelve that we're creating out of it in there here? Well, that was his idea for the games, but yeah, definitely would make a great movie idea. Well, hey, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> that brings up a very interesting point. Fire in a full-on 3D RPG. Why can't we have all the regions? Works for me. Ooh. And Shino. Shino. What? What's what's preventing them from having that? Uh, A lot of work. Yeah, because you would have to program... What you have to do is just... You would probably put in the damn game. You have to put a lot of fucking work into into a uh, RPG. Ways to link them together. Here's a good point. Do programmers really want to write one billion lines of code for a game? No. Nope. Right? Like they write one billion lines of code? No. No. Do you want they your use game pre-canned no. routine? But still, that would that what cut the uh, programming lines in half. Well, no, nobody, matter. nobody. Personally, you know how long it, you know how long it would take to make a game like that? Yeah, Look, that I, that eternity. I'm used to playing four CD RPGs. What's what's stopping like, Nintendo from doing it? Stopping exactly. Game Freak from doing it? Right. Probably the cost. Well, Why, they because... just charge more. Well, as I proposed Just earlier, like another game company would, and that's what was key here. This is a full-on RPG. Yes, discussing. I, as I said, I think Square or Enix needs to be, te- you know, team up with Nintendo, like with Super Mario exactly. RPG, because mm-hmm. they you know. could do it, and they are used to write, you know, making all these worlds and writing all these lines of code. Nintendo has the creativeness, right? They have the character designs, the character maps, all that. Mm-hmm. What's stopping them? From handing that stuff off to a third party, Square Enix or whoever we, whoever, whoever they can get, does major games. We got that's how we got Mystery Dungeon. Was that which was actually pretty damn well done in a lot of us. We're going to continue after this brief commercial timeout, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> Pokemon information? Hey, there's only one place to get it. Pokemon Palace Network. PPN has game cheats, game information, episode information, movie information. Remember, don't get your daily dose of Pokemon anywhere else. That's PokemonPalace.net. Um, I'm just going to continue with uh, Wolvorn's response. In response to the movie question, well, obviously to start off, I would base it around a legendary. My new favorites are Heat, Duran, and Darkrai. 
So to start, Ash and Co. would arrive in a new town to visit the temple of some sort, perhaps a shrine dedicated to Hidoran or Darkrai, where an old lady would tell them that Hidoran was running amok, causing havoc, due to Team Magma coming back to find a new monster, which would give them landmass power, and Ash and Company to take it upon themselves to find the answer. The lady would give it them some sort of sacred artifact related to Darkrai, and there would be one to Hidoran, but the Magma leaders would get it and tell them the only way to do it is to release Darkrai, who would be able to oppose Hedoran and lock him away again. And so they go on a haunted dungeon to the south. Hedoran came from a mountain in the north, and climbed down its many floors, fighting off ancient Pokemon and braiding traps all the way down. And on the way, meeting either a Fionn or a Shiami, you'll see why soon, before reaching the final floor when they awaken Darkrai using the artifact given to them. Then Darkrai would go to the service, send Hidoran back to where it came from. Unfortunately, Darkrai would then turn the town into a nightmare land, releasing millions of ghost Pokemon after possessing the Team Magma leader, who was still in the area after releasing Hidoran. And of course, Ash and Co. are having none of this, so they have to fight their way past the Magma Grunts and Admins, who would have been possessed by the various ghost Pokemon until they reached the Magma leader, where Fiona or Shiemi would then battle with the possessed leader, win, and force Darkrai out of his body, at which point Ash would use the artifact to return Darkrai to its slumber, and returning Team Magma and the whole team back to normal. And then Magma would be given the Hedoran artifact, and then the two artifacts would be placed back in the temple where they belong. Then the village would celebrate by building some monument in their honor, and celebrate the new champions Ash and Co., and their new town guardian Shiemi or Fionn, having a, ha- a festival every year to celebrate their day of triumph. A very good storyline, and a very I think would make up. Saves the world Excellent once again. One uh, comment here: having half of a movie in a in a uh, in a building seems kind of dull. Yeah. No, sorry, it's been done before. You just have to expand on the concept. That's what I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, his storyline was fairly good. It was too similar to other movies in the way it's structured. True. We all know Ash goes in someplace, finds something wrong, fights the bad guys, fixes what's wrong. Save the world. <laughs> of course. He has to save the world. We need a movie that doesn't do that. All right. Uh, Jiggly Paul is back, this time answering our questions. I think right. since the movie would probably be set in Shino, uh, he would like to see uh, the Tengen Mountain Range or the Shino Underground involved somehow. Maybe someone, an evil misunderstood science perhaps, is hunting under the mountain range or something, and without knowing, ends up releasing a Pokemon, Darkrai or another legendary Pokemon. Ooh. Unearthing something that makes the people of Shino begin to hate each other or begin to have no feelings, like a sort of emptiness or nothing that spreads across the land mm. seeping up from the underground. Or the stone that contains Mikaruji, or a whole pack of them. Maybe the east or the west sides could start to fight, all the flowers could start to die, and people and Pokemon would not be friends with each other anymore. Maybe Ash has to search for Shiemi to help restore beauty to the land and feelings and emotions to the people and Pokemon. No matter what happens, I'm sure there will be some sort of scene that shows the bond that Ash has with Pikachu, and how that no matter what happens, that bond cannot be broken. Ash will try to sacrifice himself to the emptiness or whatever, and will realize the error of its ways and return to where it came from. I know this sounds a bit familiar, though. That like sounds the- like that sounds like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I like it. I like it. This is a children's anime, and friendship is a very good thing to teach to children. 
what is the worst thing that could happen? Everyone who is friends with their Pokemon or friends with anybody is, is magically transformed to where they cannot be friends anymore. That would be sad, and that would be wonderful to watch Ash have to correct that, and he would especially be met with a lot of opposition in having to do that because... Didn't that maybe in one of the episodes at one point in time? Yes. When Team Rocket was doing that ray over to some lab or something? Was it yeah. episode 88 or 89? So you've been there, done that. Not mm. original enough. Um, Jigglypole just has two more sentences to close sure. this out. Um, right. I would like to see Mikaruji in the film. Maybe that could be feeding on all the bad feelings that everyone is feeling, and it gets stronger and stronger. It could be released from the crucial stone, which it was imprisoned in, and Ash could go to the place where the stone was found. Oh, God. Ghostbusters mm-hmm. 2. <laughs> uh, Infinite Sceptile. If I were to write a Pokemon movie, it would focus around Regigigas and the origin of the Regis. Regigigas would be the antagonizing monster awakened by a madman who has stolen the Regis from Brandon, who, if you don't recall, uh, was the Battle Pyramid brain, who would, of course, make an appearance. Ash and Co. would team up with an archaeologist to find out why Regigigas is rampaging and would enlist the help of the Beast Heteran to stop it. Team Rocket would help, too, in their own way. The villain should be a middle-aged lady just to mix things up. So we have Heteran as a good Pokemon now. If a 3D RPG was made, I would love it if you choose one Pokemon out of your current party to be out of its Pokeball, like Ash's Pikachu. I would like to see it walking around or flying around with you. It would have benefits to your character and the rest of your party. What I was thinking was, if you were talking, if you were walking through an area that is poison in the air, for example, you would bring out a Wobbuffet or a Togetic, etc., to create a safeguard around your character. Maybe you would need a bug Pokemon such as Beedrill to fly beside you as you pass through a forest for increased protection or to avoid attacks from the nests of other Beedrill or something. Maybe the Illuminate or Stench ability of whatever Pokemon you have walking with you to affect wild battles. Maybe if you had a Charmander or a Chincho with you when in a rather to increase your cave vision would be enhanced using its tail or antenna. I'm going to pause there for a minute. Um, and you want to comment on that? Paragraph? Yes. Yes. Sounds yes. Like, it sounds, it sounds like Digimon World. That's what it sounds I've, I've like. I played Crystal Chronicles too, and I had a Moogle running around with me, protecting me. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but this, 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 they've this done sound, it in Pokemon already. This, sound, this mm. sounds like this sounds like that original just Digimon expanding World. Expanding on game. it just a little, so that it affects the gameplay instead of just following. Mm. I didn't like I it. I mean, it's a good feature. It wouldn't be the main it, premise of the game, of course. Right, that that could not be the main premise of the no, game No, it would whatsoever. just be a cool feature. That That is a feature. No, that's not the plot, but yes, you do have that as one of your features as you go around the world. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to create an RPG, you've got to, you know... Could work. It's got to be deep, so that's yes. just one little tiny aspect of your... That's going to be the main... Uh, that That's going to be the main dungeon mode. All right. Go into a dungeon and... That actually increases the, you know, you have to use your brain some, and you have to figure out, hey, you know, I'm in this area, what Pokemon am I going to have to bring out to protect me from this? And what right. do I want to bring out to protect me from this other yeah, dungeon? That's, that's, that's cool because it gives you a learning curve yeah. to learn what you have to do. And that can also help you... help you play ability. Yeah. You know, it makes it more fun. Yeah, you know, you go back to DP, you know, that if, if this but game would be out, DP would be you. out. <laughs> You know, you you'd know what would be best to use against what by well, finding it out in this know, RPG. You'd find out quick enough too. Exactly. It's a pretty cool feature. I would like it as a feature, not as you know. Yes. No. So. No. Main premise. No feature. Amazing. That that 
Which next if they ever did a 3D um, Pokemon game, that would be perfect. They're listening to us too because these are great ideas, and you should yes. really put them on paper to put in your next RPG game for the uh, Battle Revolution. Need the wheeze. <laughs> please. We need real RPGs. Exactly. Yes. Next up. Right. Um, Jigglypole continues with he would also like to see the ability to be able to ride certain Pokemon. Imagine galloping through a meadow on a Rapidash or flying on the back of a Charizard through a mountain pass. I think that would bring a good aspect to the games, also surfing on a Pokemon or diving to the seafloor on the back of a Mantine. It would mean that you would have to get as many Pokemon as possible to be able to access all the areas in the game, flyers, rock climbs, surfing Pokemon, etc. Now go ahead. Sure. Awesome. Hmm. I think it would be an awesome feature to have in the game. Mm-hmm. And it would bring more, more realism to your Pokemon experience because it would be doing something you would do normally or that's something you've seen on, on the anime. You do have a you, you do have a point because yes you know you have to use fly and surf and all that. Exactly. That's you actually exactly get to see what it awesome. really is supposed to look like instead of you know you just have the image of the Pokemon on your. You Game have Boy the screen. control now too because it would be controllable. And you know, being the Wii, you know, you can have some serious control. There's just so many things that could be Ooh. done in that respect. Ooh. Yeah. Anyways. Next. All right. Uh, Jigglypole continues. If the game was on the Wii, I would like to see it be more action-based on certain parts of the game, which is what we were just discussing, although he doesn't see Mm -hmm. the game changing formats. You could use buttons on the nunchuck controller to scroll through Pokemon's attacks and use them with the with A on the remote. So I would love to be flying on a Charizard and telling it to use Flamethrower on, on, on an oncoming Skarmory Swarm. You could oh. use the remote to aim your attacks. Also, the ability to change the character design, much like you can on Battle, Battle Revolution, would be great. Maybe there would be a central trainer city where you can connect via Wi-Fi and can meet up with other trainers, like Animal Crossing Wild World, exchange trainer cards, have a battle in one of the arenas there, or just chat and trade. The whole game doesn't need to be Wi-Fi, but a Wi-Fi city would be really good. Now, they have that in Diamond and Pearl a little bit. It's uh, I in, don't uh... like the idea of a centralized Wi-Fi thing. Mm. Okay. I would prefer it to be more along the lines of full RPG Wi-Fi. Agreed. And he has just two more sentences, I'm sorry. Sure, sure, um, right ahead. Perhaps okay. you could set up your own Elite Four and swap records with friends to try and beat each other's teams. That's too many mm-hmm. ideas, really. I would like to see most of the Pokemon following you around in the game in 3D. Uh, that's fine. Good I like that. I mean, I don't see why you would want to set your own before, but yeah. maybe it could this be about... based on how you do your quest, something in, the, in, a, in a randomization of the engine itself. So if you do a quest and you don't do certain features but do others, you get this set of, of elite trainers to battle at the end. Yeah, I will say this. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of varies based on what you do during the game, like what an RPG would do. The Pokemon following you around thing really reminds me of, what was that, Dragon Quest Monsters, which I really have respect for that game. And I, you know, it also reminds me of the whole Dragon Quest type formula where, you know, you have you instead of all of your party members just being 
one character walking around, you know, you have everyone following you, and that, that, that I like the, that's I a nice the feature. Following, but I like the idea of it being out and being able to control it and do it for whatever area you're yeah, in. That's how like they that. did it with Yellow, too, didn't they? Pikachu's always following you, isn't he? He just yeah. followed you. He didn't really do anything, though. Anything uh, to add, Misty? Um, not to this. I'm going to save my opinions for the end. Okay. Good to meet you. All right. Works for me. That works. Uh, we have two more responses. Uh, one's from EV1. EV1 always giving us one of our more uh, unique responses. <laughs> All right. Here's what he said for the game. 3D game. A new force of evil is sweeping across the land of ore. As Wes, a former employee of Team Snagum, you must free the shadow Pokemon from the grasp. In a fierce contest to the death, Pokemon Contestium. Appeal to the judges to free the shadow Pokemon. Scene ends with Tyranitar appealing to the crowd with Shadow Rush, only to be hit by a Pokeball. That was a joke. As Bob, a ten-year-old boy, you must battle the evil authorities and liberate the citizens to free Dialga. Forced to alter time to allow the authorities to alter time to become the authorities. With battles, not contests. Team up with It's the kitty, GTA! There you go. <laughs> oh, I gotta love it. That's great. GTP, Brilliant City, Grand Death Pokemon. <laughs> Team up with a mysterious legendary trainer who will assist you for his or her own reasons. How will the battles end? Nobody knows. Okay. Uh, we have one last reply from Neku. In response to number one for the uh, movie. A rocket-centric movie would be nice. Mewtwo Returns was almost that, as far as I'm concerned. Come on, the whole point of Mewtwo Returns was Team Rocket is cool, end of story. Find some way to make them the protagonists. Either JJM or a lesser one group like Domino or Basho, Busan, Sebastian. As the anime's done in episodes like Do's and Don'ts, in quotes. That being a dub episode. And give it a good storyline, and I'd be pretty much sold. Or a movie version, or the origin of Mewtwo with Child Giovanni, drawn as cutely as he is in the Himeno manga. Ten-year-old yep. or teenager would both own. Yeah, I can dream, and I. And in response to Fabu Vinny's idea regarding Max Darn. Alright, for the game idea, Neku writes, Make it comparable to, say, Oblivion. Give it deep character customization, tons of side quests, an open-ended story, and the chance to join an evil group or some other organization. Also, don't let the guy who did the work for XD and Coliseum do the designs. I think Drill Dozer proved to all of us his retro cartoon style work is much better looking in 2D. A cel shaded look would be awesome, too. It's an right. open-ended RPG. Why couldn't you have a choice of joining the bad guys or the good guys? You know, that would double or triple the playability if you were to come back and play it again from the start. Good point. You know? mm. Also means it more would, work for the program. Obviously, change your quest and your objectives in the game. Yeah, it does kind of make more work, which is why, once again, the fables, you can complete it in a couple hours. Well, Pokemon, the main Pokemon games are usually like 15 hours. So, right. Yeah, there's a so you would double that at least because you can come back and, and do a new one on a new group. Exactly. Um, that concludes our questions of the week for Bulbacast Episode 5. Your Great. question for Bulbacast Episode 6 for next week is, in the games or the anime, what would you like to change about the next region? I, being, of course, Nick Winter, would add a lot more snowy areas, glacier glacier areas, etc. 
what would you like to see added? More lakes, more fields? You know, what are you a fan of? Fewer Zubat. There you go. Anything, TSS, yeah. or? Well, I would, well, since, since you're implying that it'll be answered next week, uh, probably get more in, in response. Actually, what I would change is um, less grass, more water. I don't want this to take up too much time, so um, we're going to do a little bit of a throwback, and uh, we're going to have a little bit of discussion on the Porygon episode, because uh, yes. Shikun wanted to mention that. So um, what comments or questions do you want to ask? Well, the Porygon episode, I was reminded once again of it for the millionth time when I was uh, recently um, looking on the PocketMonsters.net page, a great page. Everyone should go there for Pocket Monsters news. And there was a little news blurb on it about a I Survived the Porygon episode t-shirt. And this t-shirt pretty much is a t-shirt for anyone who's watched the episode to buy and wear proudly, stating that they have watched the episode, they have survived without a seizure, and I was really, really actually excited about this thing. I'm like, man, I am going to have to buy one of these and wear it. And then at the bottom of it, it said, this is not a real t-shirt. You know, it reminded me of this episode, which, in my opinion was a wonderful technology-based episode, and really, I, I have a feeling that it was a lot of it is based on the movie Tron. Mm. One, one, of the, one, one episode that is truly a shame, a tragedy, as a matter of fact, that it has not been released on any format since its actual original airing. Another interesting thing about that is, um, since the Japanese government has destroyed the tapes, there are no, there, there is no way that it's going to be released in any other medium. What they could have done was they could have uh, re-edited the footage where it wouldn't have uh, blue and red flashing lights, but of course the footage is destroyed, and all that uh, remains are copies that are from VHS. Uh, around places. Yes, on VHS. No master copies. All the master copies are gone. Well, aside from it was a pretty good episode. Indeed, so. um, I didn't have any issues with it being seizure-causing or anything myself. Being one of the few people who actually has a copy of it, I found it to be a, a relatively great episode. Me too. Uh, the storyline or the plot line of that particular episode was, was well thought out. Mm-hmm. Just too bad that uh, some unusual circumstances came together and, and it caused the seizures. In any anime that you watch nowadays, or not all anime, but most anime that you watch, you will see a little blurb or hear someone speaking to stay a good distance away from your television and watch in a brightly lit room. That is because of that episode. That episode has affected all anime that much. Well, all the air anime that's aired on TV Tokyo. My opinion on this whole thing, Porygon has been, well, I would have to say that it is my favorite Kanto episode because it involves computers and the only anime, anime episode that actually focused on computers and uh, everybody would agree, to me, agree with me that it was a well thought out episode and I wish it would be done again, but because of that, we will never see Porygon ever again in the anime because of that particular reason. Well, I haven't seen the episode, but uh, basically, if I recall correctly, Porygon was one of the big media things that actually got Pokemon into... It really got people hearing and talking about it because of that big scandal with the seizures. That's just something I've heard, so... Okay, fair enough. Uh, I saw the Porygon episode a couple years ago. Um, 
I didn't obviously have any problems with it. I thought it was a very good episode, and uh, it's a shame it was banned. But that, along with the yep. um, Dratinia, was a very good episode, and I wish uh, you know it was could have been eventually the, done, the only d- even unofficially. Sorry about that. Uh, no, don't worry about it. All right, very good points all around. We're going to go to our final thoughts of the night, and we are going to start with Misty, and he has things to say, so go ahead. I was just thinking about some of the things people said about answering the question of the day, and I have often a few things that came to me. First off, with the movie, I don't think anybody mentioned Giradina, who I think has a lot of interesting potential to, for a very good movie, especially one very with a lot of plot behind it. I could possibly imagine one with a big conflict between it and a Ruzus, or really most anything. I think it has a lot of potential story-wise. As far as the 3D game, I've thought a lot about this, and really, it kind of goes back to what you said a while back. If it's not broken, don't fix it. A lot of the 3D games, even Colosseum and XD, they lack a lot of the best ideas that make the Game Boy games such big hits. And I think the best way to make a 3D game, if you think about it, Pokemon has great gameplay. I have memories of playing Blue 15, 20 times, just trying out different unique teams because it is such a great system. And and I really think you can preserve that, but you, you, there's more to add. I mean, story. Story is really big for me. I mean, I've played Final Fantasy games, and I, I and now I really want to see a Pokemon game that really has a great story. I think the ideas put forth by Diamond and Pearl, Coliseum and XD, especially Mystery Dungeon. There's a, and of course, other sources, like especially the special manga, there's a lot of sources of great ideas that can be built from the Pokemon world. And I really hope that someday that, that potential really gets realized. Very good point. That's cake. Is Pokemon in the public domain yet? <laughs> that won't happen to at least 50 years, and uh, Pokemon has to be dead for 50 years, and it's oh. not going to happen. But also, I want to say about the whole games, as Misty said, yes. You, you know, storyline is a much-needed thing. If you're going to do a full-fledged RPG, features are nice, but what the game needs along with the features is an amazing storyline that will have you playing the game, Gripping the controller with fear, crying, jumping up for joy, all things I have done while playing various RPGs. You need a game that will seriously, emotionally move you. Very, very good. Totally agree. PPM? I agree with what everybody else was saying about the uh, 3D RPG. I feel that it needs a much broader, and much deeper storyline. It needs to appeal to the general gamer. Like Final Fantasy or some of these other RPGs do. Yes, Pokemon, like like we all agree, is a great franchise. It has yes. great characters. The characters are well de- well developed. The Pokemon it themselves well are well developed. Well, it it doesn't because it's such a simple story. Even right. the Game Boy games are they're very straightforward and simple. I mean, great. Us Pokemon fans love it, mm-hmm. you know, especially like the new releases, Diamond and Pearl, et cetera, et cetera. 
because we get to see new areas and there's new Pokemon at it. That's but not going to bring everyone into the fold. It's not. It's not. It's it's it's, it's entice. It might bring one or two new fans in, but it doesn't. It won't have the appeal to the mass gaming market like a full fledged, deeply plotted RPG will. And my last thought is, this has been another great cast. And mm-hmm. uh, agreed. I loved your answers to the questions. Great, great ideas. A lot of creativity out there, guys. Round of applause. Exactly. You guys make the cast great. We we need every single one of you guys. We hope there. to have that type of quality responses for the next question of the week next week. So, um, mm-hmm. hey, stop by the uh, Bubba Garden forums and say your piece. Winter, you, sir, what are your final thoughts on this um, whole menagerie of goodness? I have nothing else to say. I've pretty much said my piece. Um, if you'd like to close out the show, you may do so. The games discussion... I will have to admit that I'm not a real stickler for RPG games, but um, if the game is structured in a way that appeals to me, which has to be uh, more interaction than uh, just going around and uh, you have to find 50 old Pokeballs or something like that, that'll definitely entice me to play it. Porygon, nothing else to be said. That'll just about do it for Bubblecast, episode number five. First, I have to do this thing have to come on to the IRC medium, people. You are the ones that drive the IRC channels crazy, so you need to come here. The server address, of course, irc.net.info or irc.pocketmonsters.net. The two channels are Pound Bulbic Garden and Pound Pocket Monsters. Pound Bulbic Cast will be open one hour usually before the cast begins. All right. One more thing, mm-hmm. uh, website plugs, bubblegarden.net, pocketmonsters.net, and pokemonhalus.net, of course. And uh, that will just about do it for Bubblegarden, that's number five, mm-hmm. season two. I am mm-hmm. the killer, speaking for everybody here. I would like to thank Winter and his very good dialogue for tonight's questions. Uh, yes. Skin, of course. Uh, Misty and uh, PPN Steve, of course. Once again, I am Tis Killer saying... Have a nice weekend, everyone, and we will see you next week, hopefully with archaic. So, tune in. Good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. Bye. And bye. Okay.